0: Spring is here, and I am so happy to greet it. The farm seems to be happy to greet it, too. There are daffodils popping up and poppies popping up in the now green fields. The plum trees have been unfurling their tiny purple and white blossoms. The rest of the fruit trees have buds that are plumping out on their still bare branches. The goats have baby goats. The chickens, the emus are acting especially frisky. We have six emu eggs in the incubator right now. We've got bird songs that fill the air during the day. We've got uh, frogs, billions of frogs in the ponds filling the air at night. And hope, hope is filling my heart. This is my wish for you too, that your heart is full of faith, hope and charity during this beautiful season of rebirth i am so pleased to be sharing today's episode of love someone with you and very excited for the conversation that is about to take place you may or may not have heard the name of my guest before today but i guarantee you won't forget it after this conversation cedaring fox isn't that a beautiful name Cedaring Fox. She is a trailblazing voiceover artist. You've heard her as she announces major live televised award shows and events such as the Oscars, the People's Choice Awards, the Democratic National Convention, and numerous non broadcast events, including the Producers Guild Awards, the Luminaire Awards, the Oscar nominees luncheon. The Governor's Awards for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, and the GLAD, GLAAD Awards. Cedaring Fox has voiced hundreds of national promotional spots for broadcast networks ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and for international cable networks such as CNN, BBC, ESPN, and Lifetime. She has voiced award winning documentaries, countless national commercial campaigns, and is the female voice of numerous local affiliate stations. She regularly donates her voice to valued charitable organizations and is featured on the book Secrets of Voiceover Success. Top actors reveal how they did it. Her work as a voiceover artist is fascinating, but I am especially interested in the amazing organization that she founded called Word Theater. wordtheater.org is the address. They operate in Los Angeles, New York, and London since 2003. Word Theater's mission is to connect people across the globe with compelling stories delivered through performances by well-known actors from film, television, and theater. The stories reflect the colorful, complicated, and fascinating world that we live in and celebrate the power of language. We are going to chat with Cedaring. I gotta find out about that name. I love that name. And learn about Word Theater and some of their upcoming events, and perhaps you would like to take part in that. But before all that, I'm gonna speak to the goodness of, of one of my favorite podcast sponsors, the amazing Mercy Ships. Of the few things in life that are universal, I believe love is the most powerful. I've been talking about Mercy Ships a lot, and someone asked me the other day, Delilah, what is mercy? Well, to me, mercy is unfettered love. Unfettered means boundless, unrestrained, free, the very best kind of love there is. There is so much good in the world, if only we train our focus point upon it. With every surgery, every changed life, mercy ships restores a little bit of humanity. And that is why I am such a huge fan Mercy Ships just launched the Global Mercy, the world's first custom-built civilian hospital ship, so they can perform even more surgeries and change even more lives. Now that inspires me. Go to mercyships.org and see for yourself what unfettered, boundless love looks like. mercyships.org. Welcome to Love Someone with Delilah Cedaring Fox. A lot of folks don't know your name, but they certainly, if they have watched any awards ceremony, I know that voice. You're, oh, wow. you're the voice funny. of everything. Like uh you you are your voice is so so connected with so many things in our society, but it's not a voice that is shouting. Over the crowd, you're just
1: a voice that is strong and present. Thank you so much for that, Delilah. I think that a big part of your success is your voice, because I think we have something in common where we're trying to just gather people and connect people with our work. And I do the same thing when I'm doing voice work. I'm trying to bring people to see what I'm seeing and feeling and thinking And I think that you're so doing that. And it's very comforting, the sound of a a warm, welcoming voice, don't you think?
0: I hope so. That's my intent. So is Cedaring the name that your parents gave you, or is this a name you came upon?
1: Well, my mother was born and raised way up north in Sweden, in, in 30 kilometers from the Arctic Circle. And they had and probably still have a tradition in Sweden where normally you would become the son or daughter of your father's first name, Andersson, daughter. And my mother's father was Hilding. So she would have been Hilding's daughter, but there is this option, and there certainly was in the 1930s when my grandfather Hilding married Elvi, where you could create your own last name and send it to the Swedish government. And if no one has it, you get to claim it as your own. So what happened is my grandfather was a beautiful character who ended up owning thousands of acres in Northern Sweden. And he was a nature lover. He knew every star, every tree, every flower, every berry. And they took the cedar tree and the circle as it was always described to me by my poet mother of archetypal wholeness, and they made a cedar ring, cedar ring. So yeah. Wow. Well, you em-
0: you embody it well. Thank you. This that was is a long, only that
1: was a long answer. I know, but I I wanted the
0: story, and and that's what I do. I
1: love stories. That's my whole life is telling stories and listening to stories. Well, we ha- we share a lot in common because my entire life is dedicated to stories. And we're currently creating a campus for educators and students. It's called the word theater campus. So tell me about word theater 20 year anniversary. So you're a storyteller. I'm I mean, that's what makes the world go round, bringing people together by sharing stories of what it means to be human. I think your mission and the mission of word theater is extremely similar. I found a diary recently where I I was an actress. I trained as an actress from a very young age and a dancer. And I, I was in a, a class when I was 22 years old. It was kind of a boot camp for actors to get everybody going. And we had to let, write down our life's objective. And I thought, oh my God, you know, I love dancing. I love acting. I love uh, directing. I love all these different things. What is my life's objective? And I wrote down to bring people together to share stories. And whether I'm doing a voiceover job or running word theater, where I gather the world's greatest actors, wonderful human beings are attracted to doing my show. I get a great actor that I think is the perfect person to inhabit a particular short story, a beautifully written, short story i tend to work with some of the best living writers in the us and the uk i'm very fortunate about that but i cast an actor i direct the actor and i get the author into the room nine out of ten times to experience their the story being and acted it the story and this sounds terrible but i'm very proud to say that nine out of ten times the author bursts into tears at the end. They're so they're so moved, and it is—it's—it's it's a very I can describe it until you know the cows come home. But really, people need to experience it. To so tell us how they do that. The, in, how can somebody
0: the, experience just what you? just described how can they be invited into that circle of
1: stories yeah i started doing these stories many 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 years ago and there was there was a moment where i realized that i had to commit to this as my life's work because the simplicity of an actor inhabiting a story and having it be so brilliant is one of the purest forms of theater So I committed my life to this. I had been doing it in different incarnations and different shows. But 20 years ago, I started Word Theatre. And we do live events. We do small events. We do big events. For example, Saturday, we are commemorating the 50th anniversary of the end of the war in Vietnam. And what I did was create an event that we had on March 18th, gathering this extraordinary group of actors came in from all over, and I brought in the some of the most important writers on Vietnam, Tim O'Brien, who wrote The Things They Carried, Tobias Wolff, who burst into the literary fame with This Boy's Life, which was made into a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. Um, he has a memoir of his time in Vietnam called In Pharaoh's Army. So it was, it was 11 different stories by veterans of the Vietnam War, Iraq, and Afghanistan. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Kathy Baker closed with a letter from a Vietnam mother to her son that she posted at the wall, the memorial in Washington. And this, everybody got to walk a mile in the shoes of these veterans who had managed to create these unbelievably beautiful stories, not necessarily true stories, but authentic stories that came from their brilliant writing talents about an experience of war. And so that's one event, that's that's one themed event that I, I would create. This summer, for example, we're doing... Um, a big, beautiful, in an outdoor amphitheater here in Los Angeles, an event about the history of jazz in the words of the artists. So we do big shows and then we do little shows. Like on May 6th, I'll have three actors reading two stories by two wonderful women from their collections. Lisa Cupolo and Dana Johnson are the are the authors. So I'm always creating big shows, little shows, and um, the public is ev- is completely welcome to come. We do shows in Los Angeles, New York, and London. We also started we started to record, video record th- these events, and we started to get really much more sophisticated about our videos in recent years. And so what we do is we will film an event like the event that we did for the veterans And it will be posted any day now. And if you're a member of Word Theatre, which helps sustain our nonprofit, we're a complete and total nonprofit. We visit schools in person. We're just always trying to do good things and bring people together. But you can, as a member, an annual member, it's $150 a year, you can access these videos in the members area at your leisure so you will see beautifully filmed events and we just did a benefit for Ukraine in London it's living on the it's living on the website right now and we have a weekly audio podcast where we share a free story
0: each wow. week amazing amazing i love the power of the spoken word a lot of people don't realize that there are thousands of languages that don't have a written component they only have spoken tradition when you share a story you're sharing wisdom
1: and you're so intuitive delilah that's exactly right i always i always felt like the the traveling Minstrels and the storytellers would go from town to town back in the day. It's the oral storytelling, oral story, and it, and it would be the king and the people, and it did. Everybody was included, and I say word theater is for everyone, everybody, the plumber or the president, and and when you hear someone step into these characters. They become alive in your head and you see your own movie. And that's what I love about listening and visualizing what it is and feeling because the writers are so good and they've written and rewritten. But by the time the actor says it, it sounds like he's just writing it in front of you. Exactly.
0: Telling the story. A good actor is is writing it in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing to life words on a page is such a gift such a talent absolutely it's beautiful
2: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss Playing Dirty Sports Scandals each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever I'm talking Marcus Dixon
3: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? can't catch me i'm going to get you all this fun and more in our stories for kids lingo kids stories for kids is now available on story button the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening listen to stories for kids on the iheart radio app
0: apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts So tell me about the the going into schools.
1: The people who are attracted to word theater are the most wonderful people because they they remember that they had that one teacher who realized they had a spark and they had something and they want to give back. They become successful. They might be winning Emmys and Oscars and they might be the busiest people in the world. But if you say, J.K. Simmons... I have a story for you will you come to venice high school and perform it for the kids and he'll say tuesday (laughs) you know can we do it on tuesday and so we have been taking for many years um almost since our inception actors into schools and it could be one actor like jk it was unbelievable and We'll also film that, and now we're building a campus online where students can access many of these stories with curricula, Amazing. so that it will be available digitally in Seattle and and in London. You know, but but the going into the schools having that live performance, I will never stop doing that. It's such a joy. It's such a joy for the actors to participate. We also bring writers in and. We're just here to make everybody realize that those books on a, on a library shelf, they're written by people. The only difference between the writers who we f- focus on is that they've rewritten those stories and rewritten those stories, and they've shared them with people and gotten comments and feedbacks, and they work them until they're really exactly right, and then they end up in a book.
0: We have a little project in West Africa that I would love to talk to you about because I think you could help us take it to a whole different level called the West African Wisdom Project oh. because all of West Africa is spoken tradition oh. and there are no written components to most of the native languages so for years for decades their history and their faith and their their everything they have these wonderful little like proverbs but each proverb has a whole story
1: behind it. Yes, I love so, learning those things. So when
0: you hear the proverb, you know, it makes no sense at all, you know, the turtle with a cracked shell knows not to fly. Like what the what does that mean? But then when you hear the story behind the proverb, it's amazing and it has all this like life lessons in it. So what we what we want to do is is take the stories, record them in the native language, translate them into other languages, have local artists illustrate them, and then use them as a tool to help kids learn how to read. Because oh the
1: kids goodness. in West Africa do not read for pleasure; they only read for purpose. I I absolutely love that idea. You know, I actually I grew up on Aesop's Fables and Greek myths. My my grandmother. Lillian oh, read read all those stories to me, and those those have been passed down for thousands of years. That is I w- anything I can do to help you. Delilah, don't, please call me. You know, it's one of the important things. It was a, an, a late addition to the honor in their words program that we did commemorating the end of the Vietnam War. I was driving along, a couple of weeks before the the live show and realized that we didn't have any native americans represented. And I started doing my research and did you know that native americans were the number one largest demographic in Vietnam? 82,000 native americans fought in Vietnam. And I found a poem that was so profound and I I feel very, very lucky. I'd never worked with this actor before, but Zon McLaren, who, he was in Longmire, um, Fargo, he's starring in his own TV series right now, beautiful Native American actor, called his agent, he made himself available, and came in, and it was such a collaboration, rehearsing with him, because... There were sounds and he said, you know, what do you think this sound is? I mean, it was at a powwow and he ended up calling. I said, I, I said, I need to I need help from you to to help me find this this sound. He called his friend who runs powwows, did a recording, sent me the recording. He, you know, anybody who watches this show at org, it, it he just honoring these cultures, Delilah is so important i don't feel that the show would have been the same if zahn hadn't been there doing that poem it he moved me so so profoundly and to represent the men and women who have been part of the armed forces was really important
0: internationally known voiceover artist cedaring fox is with us today sharing all sorts fascinating information. We've got much more to talk about right after I spend some time with you talking about today's podcast sponsor, Eyes of Faith. If you're going to wear glasses, there's one brand of frames I recommend. You have to look for it, but it's worth it. The brand is called Eyes of Faith Optical. I discovered this brand. I fell in love with their style of frames. I wear them every day now and get so many compliments. It was only after I discovered the beauty of their frames did I discover the subtle message hidden on the inside of every frame, a scripture from the Bible. Their purpose is not only to provide you with a great frame, but to help others too. Eyes of Faith Optical shares a generous amount of the money they earn to improve the lives and eyesight of so many others, many of them less fortunate than you and I. See their frames and choose the ones that make you feel great when you wear them. EOFoptical.com is their website. You're gonna love what you discover. EOFoptical.com.
1: Well, I'm gonna talk to you about A favorite writer of mine. His name is Brian Doyle. And Brian Doyle lived in Portland, Oregon, and worked at the university. He he was a newspaper man, a writer, ended up being a very prolific, very prolific writer. And I found one of his stories, which was really an essay. And it starts out, the hummingbird's heart beats this many times a minute. And it goes on, it's three pages long, and it goes on to the, the, the heart of a blue whale, et cetera. And it is the most fascinating little piece. And at the end, you're in a flood of tears. And I had, I had read this thing, I called him, I tracked him down in Oregon, asked him for permission to have it read at a, at a benefit in, in East Hampton, New York. And, uh, and he said, sure, absolutely. And the, the actor, Linus Roach, and I were, were going, we just kept stopping going, this guy, what is he channeling? What planet? This is so beautiful. So I asked Brian, I said, thank you for permission to do the story. Can you tell me where it came from? And he said, oh, well, I have twin boys. And when they were born, one of them had a heart problem and had to have open heart surgery. And this was my way of dealing with this. The story is called Joyous Voladoras. Anyway, it just, it stops traffic when you, when you, when you read this story out loud, I'll send you, I'll send you a copy. So he ended up, um, you know, I ended up doing many of his stories and then he started sending me stories and now we've done shows with his stories and people just walk out of these shows. We're doing another show with his stories on June 1st. I was working with his stories for 12 years before I finally met him and he came to Los Angeles in 2016 with his wife and we had a three-day, you know, we had events and he had a book signing and things like that and um, that's where uh, J.K. Simmons is so in love with him. He'll be part of this show at the the, uh, Grammy Museum on June 1st, the Grammy Museum Theater at LA Live. At the end, um he just stood up and talked about stories there's the power of stories they are food for the soul he went home and i got a call a month later that he had developed a glioblastoma and he died and i told his wife i am on a mission to get everybody in the world to hear these stories you will be so moved when you hear, when I send you Joyous Voladoras. This story, every story he writ, and they're essays. They're these two page things that make you look at the world completely differently. And you are all about heart stories. These are all open your heart stories. He had, and they're so unpretentious. Tobias Wolf, who's a You know, he taught at Stanford for years. He's nurtured George Sanders and Adam Johnson and all these really great writers. I showed him Brian Doyle's book. It was uh, one of his many books. It was published posthumously called One Long River of Song. And he just was in tears. He goes, you've made me cry. It's, It's Sunday morning. It's like, I'm sitting here crying. Thank you for introducing me to this writer. I just want to say to everybody out there, Brian Doyle, One Long River of Song, go find this book and find all his books. But if anybody is anywhere near Los Angeles on June 1st, come see this show. We have a remarkable cast coming together. And um, these are, it also, they're, they're, they're just so accessible and they're so human.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: So, wordtheater.com or .org? We're a .org. We're a 501c3 nonprofit in the United States, and we're on the cusp of getting our charitable status in the UK. This has just been such a pleasure speaking with you, and I hope that your listeners will go check out our free word theater short story podcast
0: yes indeed and join word theater and if you're anywhere near any of your big events trying to get tickets or little events or little They're events all, yeah
1: these talents give their time their the amount of rehearsal that they do they people work so hard and when they get off that stage they feel proud and they know that they've touched people they've reached people they've done something that is not about commercial success it's about giving, giving to the culture that we live in and and receiving the love back knowing that you've moved people and engendered empathy and compassion for you know all of the things i try to do are just that bring people together just like what you're doing so i just thank you so much for this opportunity On
0: June 1st, a new selection of stories by beloved Oregon author Brian Doyle brought to life by extraordinary actors including J.K. Simmons and more at the Grammy Museum Theater Los Angeles, California. Whether voicing a 30-second promo, announcing an award show live, or directing an actor to give voice to a finely crafted short story, Cedaring harnesses the power of language to clearly communicate every story. She is on a mission to bring people together in a celebration of our shared humanity, one word at a time. If you are interested in attending one of these amazing events, visit the Word Theatre website at www.wordtheater.org. You can learn so much about the organization there, about the founder, our guest today, Cedaring, the amazing array of talent that support and participate in this, and importantly, how to get tickets to go to the shows. Being an Oregon girl, I would love to attend the Brian Doyle event in June. It would be a new experience for me. I live by the motto, you're never too old to try a new experience, but it's also my granddaughter's birthday weekend, so... That comes first. What is new for you these days? What are you trying? Have you taken up any new interests? Are you playing any new games? Have you got any new hobbies or activities? If you automatically said no, I hope you will consider doing so, trying something new, stepping out of your comfort zone. Our brains and bodies need to be poked into action every once in a while. And if you look to me for suggestions, I'm always going to recommend you grow something. It is springtime. It is time to garden. Gardening is a passion of mine and I wish it would become a passion of everyone's because it's so healing, so nurturing and so good for us. Plant it, water it, tend it. Read a few dozen books as the seeds are doing their thing and then eat it, enjoy it. No food ever tasted as good as that. You've grown yourself, especially tomatoes. That's the advice I am leaving you with today. Couple that with the amazing conversation we just had with Cedaring. And once again, I suggest you check out wordtheater.org. And finally, take some time out of your spring schedule to slow down and love someone.